Welcome to this week's episode of Esports Wrap. I'm your host, Michael Amorgan. And this week, we're not going to be talking about uh, the whole controversy between, well, I shouldn't say controversy at this point, but the reemergence of the topic that video games cause in real life violence, which has been, you know, disproven like 12 different times where you know legal bodies have even gotten into it and you know proved that wasn't but you know we're gonna not be talking about that one we're also not going to be talking about the uh <clears throat> controversial stuff that happened at evo mainly in the form of <laughs> evo host deciding to uh request a audio clip or using an audio clip of the guy who uses solid snakes voice and saying quote that was some good ass tekken and then using that along with a clip or an edited meme to make it sound and make people feel like snake was actually going to be coming to tekken which is something that actually could happen not so much that snake would be coming to tekken but that uh you know, these reveals typically happen at places like CEO, Evo, stuff like that. And so a lot of people took that to heart and then were sadly disappointed. We're not going to be talking about that topic. Um, nor the fact that Solid Snake and Konami both were not very happy with Evo for doing that. What we are going to be talking about today is streaming platforms and gaming. And essentially what they do, what they are, and... The different ones that are out there along with what maybe you should be doing to get on them get off of them and uh which ones you should probably be taking a look at so for starters and this topic really came about because earlier i think it was last week someone actually asked me actually yes it was on a uh talk show that i was on a radio talk show and they brought me on about esports and technology and so part of that conversation was actually explaining what streaming was all about and so that then made me think you know there might be actually people that don't know what this is all about even though you might be watching me on a streaming platform or you might be listening to a podcast version of this it's to which point you're not watching me on the streaming platform or you're watching the recorded version on youtube which that's pretty much the same thing um but streaming it is essentially the option or the ability to play something or have something recorded live and stream it and have it distributed onto the internet for other people to see as it's happening live. This is typically what streaming is. This is typically what live streaming is. And that's where the term streaming comes from short for live streaming. And so <laughs> Pancake says YouTube sucks. We're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Um, so, there are many different forms of this nowadays, but originally in the past, there were a limited few. And in the... Now, streaming has been around for a while now. It's been around for well over a decade. It's just only recently, I would say within the past five years or so, started to really pick up and become more of a popular form of uh, entertainment 
And this is what helps to perpetuate esports and other mediums that, you know, would typically use live streaming. Uh, but these original topics, well, these originally original platforms, I should say, uh, really stemmed off of what was happening in Japan with Nico Nico and uh, a few other ones that have since died. But this allowed people to stream things that were happening either from their phone or computer or whatever. And originally what happened was that these, the comments, instead of how we have it over here, where we have like a chat, the comments and reactions and stuff like that would go flying across the screen. And I think that's where some particular web, um, well, some streaming platforms over on the Western side have actually taken some of that inspiration from. But for the most part, many of them still keep with the chat log on one side, video as the main thing on the other. And so that's where we kind of are nowadays. That's a little bit of the history from back then. But nowadays we have things like, uh, I'm just going to run through a quick listing of just some of them. We have Periscope, which is actually still around and actually pulls in decent numbers, surprisingly. Like I, anytime I do a stream, I also stream on Periscope and... You know, I'm actually a little surprised at the numbers that I see there. Like, those are actually pretty good. Um, YouTube Gaming, which was a thing, it's, and it still is a thing, but it's dying. There's, of course, Twitch, which many of you are probably watching this on. Uh, there's Mixer as well, which is something we're going to be talking about a little bit. There's Facebook Live. Uh, LinkedIn is going to be starting up their, well, has started up their beta version for it for more educational purposes and professional purposes. There's VK Live, DL Live, which is one that uh, you'll find PewDiePie on, um, and a few other persons that have kind of not been accepted, I would say, inside some other platforms, and so now this is the place for them. Um, there's Naver TV, Nemo TV, V Live, Good Games, Smashcast, Huya, Zanku TV, Bibbidi, uh, Afriki, Africa TV. Uh, Streamcast, Streamcraft, sorry, uh, Mob Crush, Cyber Game, Major League Gaming, Doyo, uh, Live Edu, which is more so for uh, educational-based stuff, and they, they're very serious with that one. Um, Vaughn Live, Instagive, Breakers TV, Vapors TV, which is actually just for people that are vaping or pretty much getting stoned. It's a weird one, that one. Um, Live House, uh, Picarto, Chew TV, ok.ru uh fc2 live steam actually you know this seems a little weird with their stuff but you technically can stream to steam as well uh ustream which has been around for ages and tele2 uh there's also wowza and akamika but those are more for like methods to stream stuff too um but yeah, there's, there's a good amount. And there's actually still more that's not even on the list that I would have just said. So, yeah, well, that's what I said. You can stream on Facebook. That's what I said, Facebook Live. Um, so you can stream on, like, uh, either via your profile or you can stream via your page if you have a page onto Facebook uh, if you want to do it like that. And that's... Facebook has tried to take a chunk from both... Uh, well, I shouldn't say both, but YouTube, uh, Twitch, and Mixer. YouTube, Twitch, and Mixer are the major platforms, I would say, when it comes to streaming. Or at least getting, you know, solid numbers. Um, but it's kind of weird. 
because Twitch is also is normally seen as the go-to, which Twitch originally was called Justin.tv. And that was started back, I think, in 2011. And I think it was 2013 or 14, somewhere up in there, they made the switch over to, um, to Twitch. And they changed the name. And with that change, they also got rid of everyone's uh, user accounts. And we couldn't get our usernames back, which was a whole other like big thing that was just annoying as hell and then they've slowly started opening it up but i still can't get my old username back which is kind of sad um so i still have to wait for that one but twitch is seen as the de facto but the problem is for places like the bahamas most people don't know about twitch they know about youtube they know about facebook because these are things that they've either used for, well, they've, these are things that they've used for other purposes. Uh, for Facebook, it's been for social media, for uh, keeping in contact with friends, seeing memes, finding about news, gossiping, you know, that kind of stuff. For YouTube, it's about entertainment, going on there for videos, documentaries, entertainment, uh, sometimes music. Music's actually pretty high over here, especially when people like start to try and download stuff from Tubity. I know you do um but those are the reasons why people really know about those and use those so when they switch over and start to do live streaming that becomes a thing and so you may find people just scrolling through their um, feed on facebook for example and stumbling across a live stream and they may decide to stick around and watch it for youtube uh if their favorite channel decides to go and have a live stream, they may decide to do that. Another thing that's really good with YouTube, though, is they actually have a really, really, because it's YouTube, good encoding system. So if you're streaming, you can get all the different types of bit rates. And let me clarify what bit rates are. That's pretty much the quality level that you can actually have. You can go for super high or super low depending on your internet speeds so you don't always be buffering and waiting for it to load up and whatnot twitch on the other hand has an issue where it doesn't always do that and it gives a preferential treatment to certain uh viewing parties so if you're a partner at twitch that means that you're one of their high up streamers then you pretty much always have that preferential treatment if you're an affiliate like myself um that means that you may sometimes have that if there's an opening and if you're not either one of those then you're pretty much screwed um unless there's just some wiggle room somewhere somehow and then you might somehow get it there's absolutely there's like a very little chance that that's a thing though i did see that happen on the bahamas esf channel maybe like two streams before got affiliate so i don't know like they might be changing something but for the most part that's the rule uh, when it comes to Facebook, it's pretty much 720p, and that's pretty much what you're going to be streaming at. Um, there's no real ways to really change it. It's just kind of how it is. And, um, yeah, so other than Twitch, which, as I mentioned, is kind of seen as the de facto service provider for streaming, um, you also still have... Mixer, which I would think most people would see as the second place to really go when it comes to that kind of stuff. And sorry, give me one second here. 
Right, so that's the second place. And it actually does have a lot of good features that Twitch actually needs to probably start working on. Um, that, uh, let me just run through some that Mix Mixer has. Uh, for the starters, it's Mixer is seen as the, def sorry, let me, let me actually back up just a little bit. Mixer is seen as the de facto number two. And that's because it used to be something called Beam. Now, Microsoft bought Beam, moved it over and called it Mixer, and it started to push their community towards using that. It's the default uh, streaming platform for Xbox systems. And Microsoft is trying to get people to start using it more as because they feel like it's a better community. And a lot of people have actually believed that because the community is smaller and it's easier to police. And um, the rules there also are much stricter in terms of some of the controversial stuff that we've seen over on Twitch. They actually built it so you don't find that much controversy. Um, this ranges from anything from quote-unquote titty streamers to uh, how people act on stream, so on and so forth. And so you don't typically see controversial stuff coming from Mixer. It's not so much because there's less content there, which is true because there's less people streaming and less people watching on a whole, but the people that do they just don't really have that kind of issue now will that change now that we've seen people like ninja making that move over which now has other people considering making that move over um i don't know but there's already been some controversy in regards to people feeling well certain women feeling you know that their clothing should be accepted when, when it's very low cut that kind of thing and so now it's become an argument again about titty streamers i'm not going to comment on that that's for other people um i think i've done enough episodes with women there who also are either against or are up for you know the whole body positivity but there's also lean there's also the you know fight back to say there's a place and time for that kind of stuff um anyway so there's also co-streaming which allows which is something that twitch actually took from mixer in a sense because what mixer did was they actually allowed you to stream with four other people on one stream and so you can pretty much just say hey send me your stream links da, 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 and you have four different views for the same game that you, you know you and your friends are playing um they also worked very well with i think it's called Lightstream, which is an online graphic uh, place that you can go for when it comes to overlays and stuff like that where you actually don't use something like OBS or uh, XSplit or whatever it is that you would you typically use to stream it's all handled via a website instead I think that actually has built-in integration so you know that's a thing um, there's also more ways to interact versus than twitch um, which as actually uh, you know it makes people have to use extensions with mixers, a lot of this stuff comes built in and whatnot, but they do have an extensions feature as well to a certain degree. Um, so what they pretty much say is that you can offer special controls to your viewers, meaning audiences can uh, vote on important story choices and a game or trigger special audio effects with a soundboard. Now, Twitch really started this with their extensions feature. Um, but Mix has been technically doing it by default with most of these features there from day one. 
Uh, there's also something called Hype Zone, which is, you know, their way of uh, all touchdown red zone network. If that makes any sense, then that, if or it doesn't make any sense, that's pretty much where it bounces between final moments and matches in games like uh, PUBG or Fortnite or Apex Legends, where, you know, it'll actually replay that kind of stuff what's happening right there. So you can get you like those tense uh, game winning kills without having to make you go through any boring lulls kind of stuff. There's also a um, pretty interesting, and I think this is the only streaming platform that I'm aware of, that actually has a leveling system on it. And that's interesting for one main thing, is because as you're leveling, so essentially how you level, I should really start out with saying, is that you watch a stream, or you stream. Either one. And you gain sparks as you do this. And these sparks... You can then trade in for certain things. Um, it could be either an emote, which, you know, you can uh, give out embers and stuff like that. So, it, in other words, it's a, it's a kind of special currency that gives you perks. Uh, you can interact, unlock emotes, um, and now they have something else called embers, which are kind of a premium currency, very similar to Twitch's bits, and I think they actually took it from there. Uh, where viewers can purchase with real money, donate to their favorite streamers, and then the viewers can spend their bits for things like customized animated greetings during streams, adding, you know, something extra to their interactivity with their streamer. Um, there's also extra things like Twitch actually taking... The low latency route was actually something because of what Mixer did with their RTS platform. I think I, I think that's the correct acronym. Um, Real-time streaming, I think it was. But with that, it's pretty much almost instantaneous what happens on the stream. Well, what happens, you know, in real life happens on stream. And Twitch took that and now has a low latency option, which it's not as fast, but it's pretty quick as well. I think it's probably like two to three two to maybe four seconds off versus mixers like one to two seconds off facebook still has an issue where you know that's um not really a thing just on a whole so just keeping that in mind um now sorry it's not rts it's ftl which is faster than light streaming protocol that was my error um, now, another thing is that, remember when I was talking about community, Mixer almost is very non-toxic. There's still toxicity there, don't get me wrong, and I've seen it on some of my streams there as well, where people will say certain things and then they'll come back and say, just kidding, or something like that, but it's still like, you can kind of feel a little bit of it there, um, but for the most part... Mixer actually does have a pretty good community versus Twitch. Um, people are worried that the move that Ninja's doing will bring some of that over there. It's all about policing your own content. And for starters, you know, Mixer has a much stricter guidelines, like I mentioned earlier on in the stream. So I don't necessarily see it being a thing. Like, the community's going to weed themselves out. Uh, the support staff there is actually a lot better as well they're much quicker they actually respond to things and there's less again less controversy when it comes to 
oh, this streamer was banned for however long. And then, oh, look at that. They somehow magically get unbanned before their time. That typically doesn't happen. Uh, there's also mixed play, which is allows your audience to play select games with you, which I think Twitch has started to take some stuff from a little bit. Uh, and of course, you know, you can stream from mobile with Mixer Create, but Twitch also allows streaming from mobile as well, as long as you know what you're doing and you have a really, really high data cap. Now, I've been talking about Twitch for, I mean, Mixer for a good bit, um, but I, there are still some good reasons as to why you should stick with Twitch. For starters, it's got one of the best dashboards around. Mixer's dashboard is a little weird. I, it's not my flavor. I mean, Mixer's overall UI is a lot better than Twitch's in my opinion, but the dashboard for Twitch is, it's just so much easier. Um, and it gives a lot more information and options and, you know, has more features built inside of it as well. There's also the fact that Twitch comes with Twitch Prime because it's an Amazon company, which means if you have Amazon Prime, you get to subscribe to one of your streamers for free for that month. And then for the next month, then you have to do it again. But it gives you a free option to, uh, to support a streamer that you love or want to support at least. There's also the fact that Twitch is also the only one that actually has its own convention called TwitchCon. Facebook doesn't have it. Uh, Mixer doesn't have it. Pretty much none of the other ones that I've mentioned, I think, have it either. And they bring, well, I shouldn't say they bring in, but most of the very large influencers and even the lesser known ones go there for information about what's going to happen next on Twitch, along with finding out going to different panels or finding other streamers to network with, which is a really great opportunity when you really think about it, because that gives smaller streamers a way to talk to bigger streamers to maybe do some stuff together. And, you know, that does happen from time to time. Uh, video on demand is also a lot better versus Mixer. It's not as great as it is on uh, YouTube. Because again, you know, because you have those different options of streaming on a whole, meaning that you can stream 1080p to YouTube if your internet allows for it versus, you know, if your internet doesn't allow for it for Twitch, sorry, if your internet allows for it for Twitch, your viewers might not be able to handle that and they may end up buffering because they can't toggle down to a lower uh, quality level. YouTube, it automatically adjusts based on yourself and it actually gives everyone that option regardless of which kind of level or tier you are, which means that you can your stream can be 1080p without makes your video 1080p. So there's that. And of course, there's the affiliate program for Twitch, which, you know, YouTube doesn't really have. They have a partner program, which they continuously try to raise the stakes for because of all the controversies that they're partners actually caught like their higher end partners caused them so they made the lower end partners suffer because of it um and actually kicked out most of the lower end partners uh mixer doesn't really have something like this at the moment so there's that as well now what are some of the issues twitch if you're a streamer on twitch 
keep in mind that I think it's the top 72 um, percent of most watched content on Twitch goes to the top uh, 5,000 channels. There are hundreds of thousands of channels. Meaning that you're probably not going to end up being on the top there. Uh, being in the most watched content. Unless you are really good, really entertaining, or you're just famous somehow. Um, but, I mean, they have, like I mentioned, the lion's share of the market. They have 2.2 million viewers. Sorry, not viewers. I was wrong earlier. I remembered a different statistic. It's not a few hundred thousand streamers. They have 2.2 million streamers. Versus 5,000 streamers. Just something to keep in mind. Um, and they have to pretty much share this remaining quarter of the viewers. And um, yeah, it's not an easy thing. Mixer's not a quick solution, nor is it that much better. Um, it's less crowded, like I mentioned earlier. And it has a, a pretty interesting ways to promote your content. But, you know. It's not going to be, it's not going to last long because it still doesn't have a very big user base. Like I have people um, following me on Mixer. I don't always see them come back to shows. They can maybe just make an account and whatnot. I don't know. Now. On a whole though, like if you're looking to get into streaming, then Take a look at what type of content you actually want to produce. And not only that, where you feel the most comfortable. Because if you're looking more so to grow, it depends on where you are. If you're in the States, Mixer might be your best bet. If you're here in the Bahamas, maybe Facebook and YouTube. Uh, it depends on where your market is. Now, if you want to try and make that push to try to get people to join and watch over on a different network, like a Twitch, for example, then you have to put an effort. You have to actually let people know that it exists. You have to do marketing. Um, and you have to build, build that brand awareness for Twitch, wherever it is that you are. Now, or whatever platform it is that, you know, people aren't aware of. Now... That's not to say YouTube's the best. Um, that's not to say Facebook is the best, especially here. It's just what people are on. That's that's all I'm saying. I want to make sure that's crystal clear. Um, now, I see chat has been going a little active while I haven't been paying attention. Um, oh, okay. I see uh, J.I. Chairman's actually popped in saying, hey, guys. Hey, what's up, Greg? Um my pancakes saying titty streamers to the world. I prefer that one not to really happen. We don't need more cam girls, in my opinion. Uh, J.I. Chairman says some streamers have indicated the move over to Mixer now, so it may influence Microsoft to do more community engagement in in initiatives. And I think we should have a stream platform for our region. What are your thoughts? White pancakes. Almost immediately, it took about less than 20 seconds, says no. Um... My thoughts on having a streaming platform within the region. 
it would be interesting but at the same point i don't think it would be a good idea for the main point that we would have to then work with networking and infrastructure and making sure that we have good connections to databases and uh different data nodes to make sure that the stream quality is good not only that we'd have to then spend a lot of time doing encoding and that costs a lot of money um just to actually happen the reason why places like facebook and youtube and well, actually, not even Facebook so much, but YouTube and Twitch and Mixer do it is because um, they have that cash. Mixer is owned by Microsoft. Twitch is owned by Amazon. YouTube's owned by Google. Google's, as you know, is trying to go with um, Google Stadia, which, you know, their whole thing is going to be about streaming and, you know, encoding up and down depending on your, the, inter- the quality of your Internet. So, yeah, those companies can really handle it. The Caribbean region, that's a little harder. For a lot of things, we're already not to that level, I would think. And even if we were to get there, we would then be limiting ourselves just to the Caribbean region versus trying to get people on a more international level and to where they can be viewed internationally, not only that, but then it can feel more like they're going and taking it to the world versus just to a region that the world may not take a look at. um now when you okay so you're asking what about a white label solution just elaborate on that for me a little bit so i can make sure that i actually understand what you're saying and so i can respond to it properly um while i wait for that comment um i do want to you know make sure that we focus in on some of the other stuff like periscope periscope and these other platforms that are trying to pop up like instagram live and stuff like that um that i don't necessarily think is the best platform if you're going to be going with gaming if you are going for more entertainment factor or something like that then instagram live might be your thing uh that's where vine came in that's where tiktok really comes in you know those are more entertainment factors uh that's where snapchat came in and then you know people still use snapchat but it's dying so periscope though it depends on your content it depends on your reach your reach is what's really key because the more people that can see your content the more people that well can interact on it and that's not necessarily something that is all that great unless you have a large following base or you just manage to get enough people so that you become like one of the more pop recommended streams on periscope it's very similar to twitch except that it doesn't have as great an interface because it's more mobile based and um there's that weirdness to it i've seen a number of new streaming platforms coming about I get a number of them in my email every once in a while um, where they're inviting me to beta test it or this that, and the next. And I'm just looking at it like, do I really want to do this? And I took a look at one, um, which is where you did, you streamed, but you did competitions for your viewers and stuff like that. And the reviews for it were not great at all. Uh, <laughs> we had people saying that they never got paid out or that the interface sucks or this that and the next so it's like mm, yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna pass on that 
and you have to be careful with stuff like that because that if you endorse something like that by going on it that can prove that you know you're not making a very wise choice with your consumer base okay so J.I. Sherman says an existing platform that takes the hard work out of it. So like phone companies piggybacking off existing networks. Uh, say we license Twitch, but rebranded for our region to bring more focus to our region. Okay. Something like that. Um, I think if we were able to rebrand it, but still have the same connection and like reach and stuff like that, it could work. But at the same point, then it would, kind of feel like why am i using this when i could go to the main site kind of thing but it would help with those persons that feel more of a nationalist type of movement or a uh, regionalist type of movement you know where it's like i want to support my local um countrymen kind of thing or my local region and that kind of thing um versus let me go to somewhere like an international brand that is all over the world. I could see something like that. But again, like White Pancake says, you're still technically using the same thing that people it it to a certain degree feels a little deceitful. Um I'm not 100% against it, but I could see where issues can arise from it. Um and you have to be very wary with stuff like that because Sure, you can have, let's say, the Caribbean, uh, what would you even call it? Caribbean Streaming Live, CSL. Um, then, but the background for it is Mixer, for example, or, uh, and I see something in the chat that I'm not sure what it stands for. Uh, but again, let's, you're still running with like something like a Twitch or a whatever it is in the background, then, you know, people are going to say, if I could still find you here, I may as well just use that instead. And I think that says Luz is there. Um, at least so google translate says if you're there then welcome to the stream luz uh good to have you but um oh it's to build influences for this region mm. i think to be quite honest it makes more of an impact if someone was able to say that they may partner on Twitch versus the Caribbean Sports League. Oh, sorry, the Caribbean Sports Live. Um, well, see, that's that's a little different because that's HBO East, HBO West. It's still saying HBO. So if you have something like Twitch Caribbean or something like that, then that can maybe be a thing. And that one centers more about Caribbean type uh, streamers, for example um I, I that one could make a little bit more sense um mixer caribbean but then you also have to get those companies to agree to something like that and they themselves are trying to have that one brand arc over across the world 
either that or they start up a subsidiary thing and go by a completely different name, which is what some companies do. Um, I know I wouldn't really see Google really doing anything with that. So I wouldn't see, I wouldn't expect to see like a YouTube Caribbean because even when it came to China, they are trying to get into China and they don't even really, the closest that they do is with their censorship and they just censor stuff. Um, they didn't really make a search engine for China like that. And when they kind of did, Google employees fought back. No, 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 no. I don't want you to. I didn't say any command. Stop phone. <laughs> you wish you could talk. Um, wow. Okay. We can maybe take this up um, as another topic. Probably like, do, do you want to come on next week, Tuesday? We can, we can maybe talk then about this kind of idea. I think that might actually be a pretty good way to actually like bring up that particular topic and would be a good continuing topic for streaming, I think. Um, just waiting on his response. Anyway, um, while I wait for that, because I don't want too much dead air, um, oh, okay, here we see. It's hard to explain, but to become an influencer in our region is next to impossible now. To become an influencer on a whole is near impossible, but there are people that do it. Um, I've noticed a, a number of influencers pop up are in the Bahamas, and Granted, they're mainly entertaining and not so much about gaming or anything like that, but they still pop up and they still are created. Um, how they do it is probably due to networking and whatnot, but over time it, it does happen. Um, when it comes to influences, like, I don't know, like having something like that here can work it feels like it might be a little bit isolationist um and like i mentioned getting those companies to agree to something like that might be a feat within itself um but again like i said if you want we can bring up this topic and actually you know have a discussion with it like you and myself next week tuesday um you're saying so the product that Maybe pre-influencer that allows you to be noticed a bit easier internationally. Possibly. Um, I know there's some stuff that some of the companies are trying to do. Where they, you know, reach out to certain affiliates and partners and to try and get on the front page and stuff like that. To grant them more awareness. I don't know if maybe we could reach out and do something like that. And like have every week or so like a different influencer added to it or something like that um but that's something we can definitely talk about uh and i think that actually might be something that we should probably work on now that i think about it um so we could actually take that one either 
online onto the next esports rap, or we could take that offline because you know we're already working on stuff. Um, and then we could just loop in other persons. Ooh, okay, I'm seeing some numbers jumping up a little bit, but unfortunately, um, yeah, okay, great. So, uh, if you're willing, you know, next week, Tuesday, 6 30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Exactly what's happening, you know, federation wise and stuff like that. Yeah, we can we can talk about um, the idea behind that and how we can maybe make that work. Um, but yeah, folks, that's it for this episode of Esports Wrap. I'm sorry to the people that just decided to tune in. I, like I mentioned, the stream, I noticed some stream numbers jumped up just a little bit. But Esports Wrap will be back next week, Tuesday at 6.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Um, if you're there in Jamaica, then that's going to be 7 p.m. So if you want, feel free to tune in then. We're going to be continuing the topic with the JEI chairman who's uh, offered to be on the show. And um, we're also going to be having our next show, More Tech, coming on Tuesdays at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time as well. We're going to be where we talk about technology and the effects that it has on us and different news and stuff like that so if you also want to be a part of the community uh, the conversation feel free to follow us on twitter at moar underscore cookies or feel free to jump into our discord with the link is below the video um or if you're a bahamian and you are into games and anime or pretty much anything that an otaku would be interested in otaku for those that are unaware is pretty much just a geek or a nerd um then jump into that discord as well the link for that is bit.ly slash bgo underscore 242 242 stands for the bahamas if you don't know that you're probably not bahamian but <laughs> feel free to jump into there and we'll see you next time